This podcast is produced with Cast Blaster. <gasps> Dear Zanny, number 31 for August 2008. Okay, that has to suffice for my music because my sweet husband must have been playing with my cast blaster um, equipment and I don't have any music right now, so that's kind of amusing, but that is not going to stop today's show. Today, we're going to be talking about jealous spouses. We have an email, but before we do that, let me just say, this is what I believe one of the best podcasts out there. Why? Because the information that I share with you is pretty much timeless. That is to say that you could check this stuff out 10 years from now and I believe it would still be applicable to many people in many various situations. As many of you know, I do practice as a family therapist and see clients regularly. Therefore, I bring a lot of experience into this particular show and I feel very grateful to be able to touch your lives and that you guys email me questions. So let's get started. I have an email from Trapped. I'm not going to read it in the in the full email. You will be able to find it though. I have posted it to my blog, which is on my website if you just go to dearzanny.com. So here is it in um, impartial, okay? And I quote, I'm supposed to go to Lake Tahoe tomorrow for a girl's weekend. I've been hesitant about it since I planned it because my husband is extremely, that's all cap, jealous. I was worried that Tahoe might present too many threats i.e. there might be a man at the slot machine next to me. We've been going to counseling for the last couple of months, but we haven't even gotten to the jealousy issue. It's so frustrating because I have never cheated on him or any man for that matter. His issues are too long to mention here, hence the counseling. My question is, how many of you have jealous husbands and how do you deal? I feel trapped. End of quote, end of email. Okay, dear trapped, good gracious, no wonder you feel trapped, girl. You're a prisoner in your own marriage. First, if you only get one thing out of this response, please get this. Your husband's jealousy has nothing to do with you. I'm going to say it again. Your husband's jealousy has nothing to do with you. His insecurities sound very deeply rooted. Anytime somebody has that type of jealousy, it comes from way before you ever said your vows. It comes from childhood and childhood woundings, all that other stuff. So I wonder why you say um, that you've been going to counseling for the last couple of months, but you haven't even gotten to the jealousy issue. Why not? It's clearly a huge issue for both of you. You hate it and he can't quit doing it. It's, you know, it's normal for a spouse to feel tinges of jealousy or possessiveness at different times during a marriage. We all have our insecurities. I'm sure my husband has felt jealous. I have felt jealous of my husband um, in different endeavors that he's engaged in. But here's the difference. What you describe here, it crosses from within the normal limit range to neurotic. His neurotic jealousy, it's not healthy for him or your children, or you. So how do you know when a behavior crosses that 
that uh, from within normal limits to the neurotic range because it's impacting your everyday living. That's a real, um, a really nice kind of way to determine if a behavior is neurotic. Is it impacting your daily life? If you can answer yes to that, it's probably neurotic behavior. So to answer the first part of your question, which is how many people have jealous husbands? And I'm going to change that to how many people have jealous partners? Here's the answer. A lot. Many people have jealous spouses. And people handle their partner's possessiveness in various ways, depending on how extreme their neuroses is. Now remember, just because somebody's jealous does not make them neurotic. Again, it's does that behavior impact your daily living? or in very big ways. Some partners can verbally reassure their insecure partner that all is well and that's sufficient. Other partners may have to prove their loyalty in small ways. You know, this happens, you see this more where there's um, a need to prove that one partner is doing what they say they're doing. When there's been a rupture in the relationship, such as an affair, or if there's been substance abuse and the um, the abusing partner, the substance abuse partner has um, lied a lot uh, about their use. So that's very normal then. So this is, this is within normal limits. But the last part of your question is, how do you deal? Well, trapped, you have several choices. Number one, you can continue in therapy, but bring this topic up next session. No excuses. This has got to be handled. Oops. There goes my grandfather's clock. Number two, decide what you believe is fair and within normal limits for your personal freedom. Be very concrete here and clear and then stick to it. Okay, so that would look something like this. You would say, Tom, honey, I'm going to Lake Tahoe with my girlfriends like we discussed and I'm not going to do anything to jeopardize our marriage or our relationship. I am not going to do anything that I would be ashamed, embarrassed, or resistant to share with you. And I need you to support me and trust me on this. So see, you're being very concrete there. Number three, get into individual therapy. Really, you should be doing couples counseling, and then you should be in individual therapy, and he should be in individual therapy. And by the way, the same therapist cannot provide all three services for both of you. Um, you can, but um, I think it's a little bit tricky. It would be best, perhaps, if the therapist you're currently seeing could recommend someone else, perhaps, um, in that same practice so that they could compare notes and um, kind of do some co-therapy together. And you, of course, would sign waivers of release of confidentiality so that they would have um, permission to talk to one another. Okay, lastly, number four... If these don't work, leave the marriage. Listen, I don't say this lightly. I'm not for divorce. But if your spouse cannot loosen his neurotic grip, you owe it to yourself and your children and the entire family unit. The whole health of the family unit is at stake here. You owe it to everyone to get out if this cannot be resolved. And remember, everyone, every relationship is negotiable and renegotiable. You are 50% of your marriage or your partnership, and you have rights, not only as a spouse, but as a human being. Do not cave into someone's neurotic demands. 
it may be hard to hold your ground, but you know, in the long run, it's so much healthier for the family unit as a whole. So good luck. Thank you for sending me that email and please keep them coming. Hey everyone, check out my girlfriend, my diva sister, Carrie's new podcast entitled Words to Mouth, wordstomouth.com, where she's interviewing up and coming authors um, and she's really got some big names you go Garrett you go Carrie I applaud you girl for all your work and please put yourself on my frapper map I know you are out there because I keep getting these emails so it's very funny and by the way I am now on Facebook and MySpace check out me Zanny or Suzanne Maiden at Facebook and I, I need some friends will you guys be my friends also I'm going to be getting my newsletter up and running so subscribe Subscribe now. As always, I love your voicemails at 678-884-0524. Or you can just email me, Zanny, Z-A-N-N-Y, Zanny at DearZanny.com. Thank you so much for joining me today. And uh, what else do I want to say? I don't know. I guess that's it. Don't stop listening. Love your voicemails. Call me. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. This podcast is produced with Cast Blaster. <gasps> Bye for now.